welcome to the 43rd episode of The Week with Roger, a conversation between analysts about all things telecom, media, and technology from Recon Analytics. I'm Don Kellogg, and with me as always is Roger Entner. How you doing, Roger? I'm good. How are you, Don? I'm good. So I thought this week we could talk about shifts in the promotional space for wireless. Uh, one of the most notable shifts in promotions this year has been the emphasis that the large carriers on churn reduction. So first AT&T and now Verizon are offering existing customers virtually the same deals as switchers, which is pretty much unheard of. At the same time, we see MVNOs like Charter and Comcast continue to grow. How can these two things exist at the same time, Roger? It has to do with the, with the switching pool, right? When you listen to the earnings calls, they talk all about the switching pool, right? And there flows into the switching pool and there flows out of the switching pool, right? And, you know, the, the switching pool contributors are, are large carriers. And then how they come out of it, and, and little carriers obviously contribute very, very little, right? And so uh, as a result, and then you have their marketing organizations, and they're, they're much more on an equal footing than, than on the churn side, right? Right. So I think, you know, the metric everybody likes to cite is, is churn in the industry. Churn is obviously the percentage of folks that leave you over a given period of time. I think what you're saying here is that the larger carriers are so much larger, a churn of 1% at AT&T is very different from a churn of 1% at like a Charter or Comcast, right? Yeah. So if you if you look at... AT&T or, or Verizon or T-Mobile, what? You have 70 million postpaid phone customers. 1% churn here is 700,000 people, right? That's a third of the size of Comcast or Charter. They, they don't publish their churn. So let's assume they have even say 2% or 3% or 5% churn, right? Out of 3 million, that's a drop in the bucket. But at the same time, their share of gross ads of the people that are picking new carriers are in the 20% range in their footprint, right? Right. So they're getting a, a big chunk of the switcher pool in terms of folks that are joining them, the percentage of folks that are joining them, but they're contributing a relatively small proportion of folks that are moving around just by virtue of their smaller base. Exactly. So with that, the, the big carriers are trying to reduce the huge flow of customers that are leaving them, right? The hundreds of thousands that are leaving them every month and the tens of thousands that are leaving or thousands that are leaving Charter and Comcast and Altis are, are just nothing in comparison. So that really makes makes a difference. And that that's why it makes such a lot of sense for AT&T and Verizon to really clamp down on churn. Also, it basically leaves T-Mobile hanging dry because they're the ones who are taking the most share from that switcher pool, Right. And so the smaller the switcher pool, the, the more T-Mobile is struggling on top of it because they have an equally large outflow now, right, than, than the AT&Ts and Verizons. 
give or take. And so th that's why Mike Sievert always talks about, oh, the switcher pool is coming back because he would be the disproportionate winner here because they have the highest soga these days. That's why they're growing so fast. Right. So when you have a, a dominant share of gross ads, obviously you want to get that total gross ad number up because yeah. you're just going to get a, a larger, that, that same piece of a larger pie, correct? Yeah. And, and T-Mobile is spiking the punch by migrating prepaid to postpaid and giving away free lines, something that AT&T and Verizon are not doing. Comcast is not doing that either. But with Comcast, you can do that. You can buy one gig and hang five lines on it, and you pay the same same fifteen dollars. So your effective ARPU is like three bucks. Well, and we see we see some of this reflected in the T-Mobile numbers, right? So service revenue has been relatively flat this last quarter, even though they added almost a million net ads during the same time period. So I know when some of the financial analysts asked about this on the call with Mike Siever. He had mentioned that they were re-rating some legacy Sprint customers and things like that. But there's there's virtually no way to add that many subscribers and see no increase or, or very little increase in terms of service revenue growth if you're not giving away free lines or, or trading out folks, right? Yeah, it, it's, you know, revenue-free growth is, is an amazing thing. So, where is this going? I, I know there was some speculation in terms of whether or not these kind of retention offers were going to stick around. It seems now at least, you know, six to seven months in on the AT&T side and a couple months in on the Verizon side, they don't seem to be going anywhere. What are your thoughts in terms of whether or not this is the new normal for, for wireless promotions? You know, you and I have done a lot of analysis on this. And, you know, from day one, we we bucked the trend that especially the Wall Street analysts had, who were like, you know, how long can this last? And, you know, our opinion was always, this can last a long time. Because even at these rates, these customers are still positive net present value of the customer lifetime value. So it is better to keep a positive lifetime value customer than to lose them, even if it's at a diminished profitability. Because in the end, you're getting paid and you have to pay your dividend in dollars and cents and not in, in a margin percentage. The margin percentage becomes less and less relevant. And so as long as they're profitable, they will keep going. And they're growing, you know, why not? It's better to grow than not to grow, especially if it's profitable, no matter how marginally profitable. Well, we haven't gotten to a point where we're going to see Q2 numbers yet, but at least from what we see in Q1, you know, the, the industry is growing at an almost unprecedented rate, right? So net ads were much, much higher than I think a lot of folks had anticipated in Q1, and we haven't even gotten to Q4, which is typically where we see the, the majority of the growth come from the industry. So, You know, I always say imitation is the most sincere form of flattery. And when when Verizon starts doing the same thing as AT&T, you know it's working. And AT&T's churn numbers have dropped by like between 10 and, and 31 basis points. When your churn is below one, that, 
those are massive numbers, right? Right, right. Particularly when you have the installed base that they have, right? Exactly. It, it's like churn reduction is the most value accretive thing that a carrier can do, and you also saw it with T-Mobile and their Magenta base. Their churn has come down dramatically because they have realized that they are still bleeding yellow customers, but there the goal also is churn reduction. Right. So for them, those legacy Sprint customers still appear to have a much higher churn rate. They're not reporting that out separately, but they have said on a number of, of analyst and investor calls that their Magenta, so their legacy T-Mobile only postpaid churn rate is, is industry best. Yeah, and, and, you know, you and I did the math, and that means that their yellow base is somewhere between 1.5 and 1.8% churn. And their their magenta base is under 0.75. It's a radically different base from how it behaves. And yes, Sprint customers spent more, but and that's bleeding off. You can't blame them, right? So why hasn't, if T-Mobile is having such trouble or, or at least relatively significant difficulties in terms of churn with the legacy Sprint base, why haven't they rolled out more aggressive retention offers for those customers like your AT&Ts and Verizon stuff? Because they don't have to, right? Uh, life is much more difficult for Verizon and AT&T. You, you, you're not giving away free phones out of the goodness of your heart, right? You know, Hans Westberg and, and John Stanky are, are nice people, but they're not that charitable. For T-Mobile, Mike Sievers is also an awesome guy. But again, here he's even less charitable than, than the other two gentlemen, but he's making it up with Thank You Tuesdays. Right, but no. Joking aside, their magenta base is still growing relatively strongly. They're making up their numbers, as we said, with the free lines and and the, the migration. And Wall Street has been a lot more patient with them than than they have been with with the carrier in blue and the carrier in red. So the expectation game is is slightly different. And well, their service revenues are already flat, right? You could hypothesize that if they're growing subs by at the rate they are with flat service revenues, they may not, may have less breathing room from a incentive perspective to apply against those those sprint customers, right? And they're delivering on the profit line through their merger synergies, right? So they they have breathing room here not to to be the third guy who throws a free phone at people. And and that really helps. So it sounds like you are saying this is the new normal, at least for now. We don't necessarily think that the T-Mobile is going to, or at least from what we see now, that we don't necessarily see that T-Mobile is going to roll out matching retention offers, correct? Well, the, the, there's always inertia in, in systems. And they they don't change until until something significant changes, right? We talked about it before. We had different leadership teams at, at, at the different carriers, and that introduced change. We knew change was coming. We didn't know what was coming, but a new leadership team coming in may be that of John Stanky or of Hans Westberg or of Mike Siebert. They don't get paid and they don't get the expectation is that they do something else than the old team because otherwise they could have kept the old team, right? So they have to do something different. 
and they're doing things different, right? Because now Verizon and AT&T are, are giving away free phones, and the difference in, in Mike Sievert's T-Mobile is that they're fo- focusing on ARPA rather than ARPU, which they did under John Ledger. I'm looking forward to them, you know, delivering on it because last quarter they didn't. Right. So last last quarter we had strong strong subscriber numbers, but as we've mentioned a couple times here, relatively flat service. Flat revenues. revenue, yeah, and, and flat APA. All right. Well, we'll keep an eye on it and uh, report back. We expect to get uh, carrier earnings here in a couple of weeks, so I'm sure we'll have more to talk about, about uh, once those numbers come in. Yeah, it will be a really interesting quarter to see, you know, how how that struggle of of the titans is playing out all right we'll talk next week thank you thank you